Welcome to another podcast hosted and brought to you by the American Samoa Alliance Against Domestic and Sexual Violence. Fatano fatu seisi fo le ne o fatalanwanga wo mfayon awina to le mau amrik Samoa et seatu sa wanga falo to fale msa wanga fa feu swa inga. Hello and welcome once again to another podcast here by uh, your American Samoa Alliance Against Domestic and Sexual Violence. Today we have a special guest with us. Today we have Elizabeth Mailo of Mana Health uh, or Mana Community uh, Services or Mana Community Support Services that's joining us today. Um, Liz, um, Elizabeth or Liz as we know her by, is an old friend of the Alliance. But before we start, I'm Judy Matotia. Uh, together with me is Marilyn Ho-Chang, as well as Francis Thompson uh, of the Alliance. And we are going to be sitting in with Liz as we have our podcast today. And today we have Liz, who's going to be bringing in a range of her uh, views on mental health and her work. And in doing so, uh, hopefully makes talking about mental health uh, normal as possible, as it is a topic of discussion that... uh, that a lot of people find it hard to sit around the table when it comes to discussing uh, mental health. Right, Liz? Um, right. And so, um, and also we hope that this provides a platform to um, create a meaningful conversation around mental health and break that stigma um, and silence that can often uh, surround mental health. And um, we also want to mention that um, this also aims to bring um, hopefully bring simple happiness to everyday life through candid conversations. It's all about that conversation. It's all about being able to talk about um, these issues uh, with people in the limelight of how they um, have managed their well-being. And just so happens today, we have Liz. So welcome, Liz. Welcome, welcome, welcome to uh, another podcast by the Alliance. Um, did you want to share with us, Liz? You want to share with us uh, Mana? Community Support Services. Woohoo, I got it right. <laughs> Thank you, Judy. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, um, Mana Community Support Services is um, something that um, that I feel very passionate about. Um, I don't use the word mental, as you may have already known, mm-hmm. um, because mental has so much uh, stigma behind it. Okay. And when somebody hears that somebody has a mental health issue, automatically they are discriminated against or they're called stupid, lazy, yeah, they can't do anything, mm-hmm. you know, valea, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so that's why I don't use the word mental. So I replaced it with mana because mana in the all of Pacific means power. And it's about giving people back the power to make decisions for their lives <coughs> and for their well-being. Um, Mana, I think, grew out of my passion because I was also diagnosed with a mental illness. Mm-hmm. And people did treat me differently because of that. Um, and I wanted to change the way people looked at mental health. So I replaced, uh, that's why I replaced um Mental, mental with, with mana. mana, so it's give. I gave myself back the power to make decisions for my life and my well-being on how I wanted to be treated when I go when I'm struggling <laughs> or when I'm down in the dumps okay. and need help. So, 
when you say mana, is that Hawaiian or is that Samoan? Mana, well, mana is um, throughout the whole Pacific. It okay. means one thing, which is power. Okay. So that's why I, I took mana because I'm in the Pacific and because American Samoa is my home, mm -hmm. I thought it was more appropriate to use mana instead of mental. Mm -hmm. Okay. No, I just say that. I just ask that because um, as Samoans, you really don't hear the word a lot. You are right that we do have that term as a, a Samoan term within our uh, Samoan vocabulary, but it's something that you don't really hear a lot. Um, uh, you do hear a lot of it in church sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. uh, when you they talk about uh, you know, the power of God, you know. Um, so um, I see the connection. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I just thought, you know, I did a lot of research on like words I can replace mm -hmm. mental mm -hmm. that would give people um, like empower people empower. to yeah. make choices for their lives, mm -hmm. um, no matter what they're facing. And so I came across the word mana by accident. Mm -hmm. um, and I just felt it just felt fitting because I live here in American Samoa. A lot of, I mean, we hear it a lot in church, you know, where God is concerned and about his power yeah. to, to, um, to make changes, you know. And so mana for me is where mental health is concerned. Mm -hmm. You know, it's giving that person, that those individuals the power to make choices for their lives, mm -hmm. to be, you know, as well as they can be, mm -hmm. you know, because we're, it's not up to us to say, okay, so now you're well, you know, we have, there's different stages of wellness. And so we have to recognize that. Um, and, you know, it doesn't matter where <laughs> that stage of wellness is for that person is, if that's where that uh, they're comfortable, mm -hmm. then that's, then we have to support them through that. Yeah. You know, okay. so what do you do under mental health? Um, well, Mana, Mana Community Support Services actually does a lot of things. Um, I advoc We advocate a lot for individuals with mental illness, Mana Health mm -hmm. illness. Um, we also advocate for individuals mm -hmm. who have uh, substance abuse issues. Um, we also advocate for sexual abuse, domestic violence, okay. you know, bullying. Um, so I partner a lot with uh, different agencies here in American Samoa. And working together to help individuals who are still struggling to help them uh, get a hand on their lives. And it's not about just supporting the person that's struggling, mm -hmm. but it's about supporting the whole family. Because once that individual who's struggling or having a hard time goes back to the family, they still don't know how to react to that person yes, exactly. or treat yes. that person. Uh -huh. So it's not just about treating the mm -hmm. person who has either the addiction or who has an illness, but it's about treating the whole family as a, as a whole. Mm -hmm. Because once you treat the whole family as a yeah. whole, then things would be a lot more, um, it would look a lot better for the individual who's yeah. still suffering, you know, to get that support. And it's about building a circle of support, not just one person that you yeah. can reach out to. And I think um, too is uh, for the family, um, a lot of the families really don't understand what that is yeah or yep. what triggers so oftentimes they're like walking on eggshells around around. Mm -hmm. around the person with a with a mana health 
And it's like they don't know how to react. Sometimes right. they're afraid of yeah. what to say. That and a lot of they people might trigger them. Mm -hmm. or, and a lot of people think <clears throat> that, you know, when you have a mana health issue, that means that you were either on drugs or alcohol mm -hmm. or whatever. You took something in order for you to have a mana, mana health mm -hmm. issue. But the, the fact is, Anybody can have mono health issues. Yeah. You know, it, it's caused by the environment, stress mm -hmm. levels different at work. Things. You know, there's a lot of different things that play into mono mm -hmm. health. And it's about how you take care of yourself, you mm -hmm. know, your worldliness, you know, who mm -hmm. you associate with, the things that you see, the things that you hear, mm -hmm. how you talk to people, you know, those all play a part in your mono health, you know. So once we, learn how to communicate properly with each mm -hmm. other and treat each other as equals instead of, you know, um, wanting to control the other person. Mm -hmm. It's then that we can uh, start learning how and um, advocating for individuals and families mm -hmm. to, uh, to just support, yeah. you know, instead of judging, exactly. you know, and putting somebody else it's down. Judgment. Yeah. And, Judgment. You know, but going back to that judgment thing, it's um they only judge, but what I notice is we only judge those that really come out and handle their uh the whole uh mana health situation differently. You know, like when people start roaming the roads, the streets, or, or then take start or, talking loudly yeah. and nobody's around uh -huh. or, or when no. you see them walking around half naked. Something like that, or and then those people have taken uh, unusual uh, we, forms of dealing with their mana health compared to who, right? Mm -hmm. Because realistically, compared to people that don't do that, then there's then we say the people that do do that mm -hmm. are the crazy ones. You know, they say but whereas it seems like we all have the same issues, but it's how we choose to deal with it. Right. Because some of us, many of us are dealing with it in hiding. Right. We're, we're taking so many medication. We're downing, Self-medicated. You, know, mm -hmm. you, you know, know, and a lot of people don't know that, you know, self-medicating doesn't mean just, you know, prescription drugs or, you know, it can be alcohol, smoking, um, yep, yep. you know, mm -hmm. there's a lot of different um, ways you can self-medicate. It's not just one. And I think, you know, since they came out with the um, earpiece for the Bluetooth, you know, where you can talk on the phone without mm -hmm. using your hand or putting the phone up mm -hmm. to your ear, mm -hmm. you know, people who used to talk out loud in the streets, you know, are now able to do that mm -hmm. without anybody really, you know, uh, calling the cops on them saying yeah. they're talking to themselves because now they think they're talking in with a Bluetooth mm -hmm. instead of ju just talking to themselves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that, that judgment. And so going back a little bit further back to how um, Francis was saying um, how our families are not aware of these situations and how we don't know how to handle yeah, I mean, and when I we first need to educate and train our families, we need to educate and train yeah. the whole village. Yeah. yeah, like when I first came down here, I, I was already <laughs> diagnosed with schizophrenia, manic schizophrenia, mm. and my family had no clue about what that mm. was, or you know. And so when I had my first episode here, my family was completely scared of me, you know, 
Um, they thought I had a maiaiku. They would take me to these witch doctors or whatever, the fofo things, uh, people, and try to, you know, uh, chase the devil away that way. Mm -hmm. They thought I was possessed, mm. you know. And um, in actuality, it wasn't about being possessed. It was just I wasn't able to talk about what was going on with me. I didn't have the words. Um, I think I was too med medicated because if you think about it, I was on 160 pills a day. I, 160? I, 160 wow. pills a day. And I was taking, you know, 60, 60, you know, throughout the whole day. I I was a walking zombie. I didn't know how to feel. I, did, I couldn't cry. Nothing. I couldn't even speak, you know. And so it was hard for my family to even understand anything I was saying. And even when I did speak, I I didn't make sense. My so, family thought I was speaking a different language. So why did you feel the need to initiate yeah. Mana Health here, Liz? Well, was there a need? Did you see a need? Here I did see cell? a need. Uh -huh. um, when, I, when I came here and I was looking for some services to help me with my mana health, uh -huh. um, there weren't really any uh -huh. services available, mm -hmm. you know, other than the check-in group that they used had at the hospital, at LBJ, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, that was the only service that they had for mana health. Nothing yeah. else existed, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and so I saw like a lot of gaps for mana health and being a person with lived experience with mana health, I just felt a need to to be able to help that population a little bit more mm -hmm. um, and to bring awareness, you know, that just because you're diagnosed with a mana health issue doesn't mean you can't get better, yeah. you know, you're and I am living proof of that. Absolutely. You know, yeah. I, I was told by many doctors that I would never mm -hmm. live without medication for my schizophrenia. I've been medication free for seven years now, mm. you wow. know, and so... I don't have. I don't take any medication for my mana health anymore. Well, that's great. You well, I want to go back, and I think there is a huge gap um, when you're talking about services that we lack here, because a lot of people that have mana health issues are either in jail mm -hmm. or the hospital, mm -hmm. and the hospital can only house them for so long yeah. before they turn them out, mm -hmm. and then it's the same thing with jail they shouldn't be there and so um you know there um there's a huge gap there yeah and i hope that there are more organizations like yourself or you know or even in our professional um capacity here that we could be able to take care of more of these um these individuals that are you know suffering yeah. you know um People think that um, when you're when you have a mana health issue, you know it's it's um, you can't treat it like every other illness, mm. you know. But mana health isn't just a psychological; it's 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 a, a brain um, mm -hmm. disease that sometimes it's a chemical imbalance of the brain that causes mm. you know you to um, act differently, you know, um, or not to know uh, be able to talk. You know, so people don't understand that it is a brain disease and that you have to you have to take medication for it as well, just like diabetes or any other illness, high blood pressure. If you don't manage diabetes mm -hmm. or blood pressure, you can get really 
you know, sick and end up in the hospital. Well, that's the same with mono health issue um, individuals that are taking medication. If some of them, if they don't take their medication, they will, you know, they will end up back in the hospital mm -hmm. and for a longer period of time. Mm -hmm. My organization, I want to be able to prevent longer stays in the hospitals, but also prevent um, help individuals to stay away from the hospital. Yeah. For a longer period of time, mm -hmm. so that way they're not always going in and out like a revolving door. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I know it can happen here, but I think bringing awareness to our community that um, not to be afraid of people who have mono health issues and to treat them like everybody else, you know, because they do have a disease, you know, um, you may not be able to see what their disease is. But it's still a disease and it has to be treated, yeah. you know, either with medication or with, um, you know, compassion and love and support. And it's just know. like any other disease, right. you know, it's right. just, mm -hmm. this is a disease yeah. of the mind. Yeah, <coughs> and a lot of people don't get, you know, that the disease of the mind is just like any other disease mm -hmm. of any other part of your body. Mm -hmm. The yeah. heart, you know, a broken arm, mm -hmm. a broken leg, you know, high blood pressure, diabetes, you know, cancer. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of support for other illnesses, but not much yeah, for for mental health. health illnesses. And then we can go back and talk about how, um, like you said, medication and how you got yourself off of medication, and how yourself, um, yes, you've helped yourself. So, what are some suggestions that you have for people out there that have mental health issues, um, besides their um, medication? Like, um, you know, is there diet and exercise? Does that help? Like you, you said, you know, like any other disease? Yeah. yeah. I mean, diet that... and exercise is great, you know, and not knocking medication. Medication is not for everybody, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. um, I know that medication did help me for a period of time, but I outgrew those medications, so it wasn't helping me as mm -hmm. much. The only thing mm -hmm. that it was really doing was preventing me from being the person I could be. Mm -hmm. Because um, when I was on 160 pills a day, I didn't have a voice. I couldn't make decisions on my own. I didn't know how mm -hmm. to, you know. And so I, for some people, medication um, helps them to be able to live a productive life. Mm -hmm. But for others, it's not for them. So it depends on the person. It's not for everybody. It's just like everyone has yeah. different ways of healing. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. right. Well, that's um, like um, my son. He was going through some um, issues uh, about a year ago. They were nothing. And so I want, we went to take him to a, a psychologist to talk about you know, what is it? It could be. So again, mono health can be as basic as um, depression yeah. or anxiety yeah. or phobias, yeah. mm -hmm. things that you're. And so anyway, <clears throat> some of the options that um, the clinician talked to us about, and one of them was medication. And I was so against it. I said, oh, we're going to do everything except for the medication because I don't want, you know, there's a stigma with the medication for kids that are. Yeah. So anyway, fast forward to a year late. I mean, it was like more of a, a phase or a bump he went through. Mm -hmm. And uh, we didn't, you know, we just worked some things out and, you know, yeah. so we came to see maybe it was just hormone, hormonal mm -hmm. 
or you know just the time of life it was uh-huh. but a year later I talked to one of the teachers and he had asked oh how's Evan doing I said oh he's much better and then they asked um I said oh so I brought up the medication thing and he said well why were you so against it and I said well one I didn't want him to become addicted to it mm-hmm. I don't know what that would do to him mm-hmm. and then he shared with me when <laughs> he was in college he had gone through depression and anxiety and he was medic he got on medication he said Marilyn it was like night and day he said everything was clear. It was just like something came over, you know, Mm -hmm. the medication. Yeah. So he said, you know, um, he was on it for about four or five years. Mm -hmm. And then he said he eventually, you know, like he outgrew it or weaned himself off of Mm -hmm. it. So that he says he doesn't, you know, on bad days, he still feels blah, but not as bad as he used to. But Mm -hmm. he was telling me that I shouldn't be afraid. I shouldn't be if it ever came to that the medication could help um, a loved one, yeah. that you should, you, there's there's a stigma with um, medication. Mm-hmm. I guess that's yeah. my hope. Mm-hmm. Well, I is, think the thing <clears throat> with medication is is knowing what kind of questions to ask the doctor when mm-hmm. they prescribe a certain medication for your kids or, you know, even for your parents or for you, you know, and doing your own research, you know. Like a lot of the, um, the individuals here, uh, with mana health, when their family members take them in, you know, the doctor will prescribe new medication, and but what they don't ask about what this actually does to their to the person that's going to be taking it, mm-hmm. you know, because sometimes medication, some of the medication, the the side effects are so much worse mm-hmm. than what they're actually experiencing that it actually. Um, damages them more mm-hmm. than, than, help, yeah, than helping them. <laughs> so it's knowing what kind of questions to ask the doctor about the medication. Like, what exactly does this medication do? You know, and um, are there any side effects? What are the side effects? You know, and then making a, a, a informed decision from w- w- the questions that you ask the doctor and what the doctor tells you, whether you are willing to take that risk or you're not, or, or maybe finding another drug that does the same thing but with less side effects, mm-hmm. you know. Because a lot of people, I've noticed that here in American Samoa, when a doctor prescribes medication, nobody asks yeah. the doctor, "Well, what it, does it exactly do? Mm-hmm. You know, um, what other side effects? You know, am I going to be able to? You know, they don't ask these kind of questions because they don't know to ask know, those yeah. questions. Mm-hmm. So it's about informing." Not just um, uh, families who have uh, individuals with mana health, but the whole community mm-hmm. on how to talk about um, asking the doctor what kind of um, uh, what the medication does and how it's going to affect mm-hmm. you, what side effects are, so that you can make a uh, informed decision on whether you're going to be willing to take that risk to take that medication, or maybe talk to a the doctor about getting another medication that does the same thing mm-hmm. but with less side effects. Boy, we have your year, Liz, in American Samoa to help us out when it comes to mental health. So, how does one get in touch with you um, if they wanted to know more information about mental health, how they can get the support and assistance, or even just, just have that discussion, that dialogue on, on mental health? Yeah. How would one be able to get a hold um, get a hold of you? I know one way you can get a hold of Liz is by calling the Alliance office. Uh, which is 699-0272, um, or more of the information on the Alliance 
at the end of uh, the podcast. But Liz's information is... Uh, you can reach me at 252-1285. That's 252-1285. And then, um, or you can email me, M-A-I-L-O-02324 at Gmail. You repeat that email um, at you again, Liz. M-A-I-L-O-02324 at gmail.com. Thank you so much, Liz. And that's mm -hmm. it for today's podcast. We want to thank Elizabeth Mailo of Mana Community Support Services or Mana Health for sharing all that information um, on the work that she does with Mana Health with us. Uh, for more information on that, like I said before, you can get on our website or our Facebook page or just call our office 699-0272. Uh, we're tuning out, but thank you for joining us on today's podcast. Make sure you listen to more of our other podcasts that will be dropping in into our library. So thank you, everyone. So far. Thank you for joining us. I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast hosted and brought to you by the American Samoa Alliance Against Domestic and Sexual Violence. For more information, please call 684-699-0272 or send an email to asadsv at gmail.com. Visit us on our website at www.asalliance.com or visit our Facebook page at American Samoa Alliance Against Domestic and Sexual Violence. Fa'aftailo awai mai ma atonu sa family ina lo fa'afunga ile ne fa'talanoanga umfayon awinato le mau amrik Samoa ite atu sa wanga falo tu fale masa wanga fa'feu swainga. Monisi fa'amtalanga fa'amolmole bala awil telefoni ono valfa. Ono iveiva o lua fitulua, be emaili mai foi ile asadsv at gmail.com, be asiasi mai lunga leo penga te failangi ile www.asalliance.com, bo li tu lau on Facebook ile American Samoa Alliance Against Domestic and Sexual Violence, faftai. Faftai.